0: David Graham is a speaker, author, businessman, former pastor, and founding director of Youth with a Mission Montana. He is also the author of the song, In Moments Like These. This song appropriately describes this podcast, which is a short, biblically-based, and encouraging devotional influenced by David's lifetime of personal moments. These moments are shared with a heart to encourage and inspire you to see Him, our Heavenly Father, at work in your own moments. I know this is David's heart in sharing because he has spent my lifetime speaking hope and encouragement into my own heart. If you would, take a few minutes and listen today. I am really proud of the things that he has done throughout his life, but what I am most proud of and grateful for is for the kind of dad Daddy, he has been to me.
1: I spoke about these particular moments in a prior episode, and they're so precious to me that I thought I'd revisit them one more time. So, as a very famous radio personality once said, now it's time for the rest of the story. In episode four, I left us in the delivery room, and you may remember I was led down the hallway by a very jolly nurse to see my loving wife Kathy and our very first newborn baby Michelle, or Missy as I often call her. As I said before, I will never forget how I felt when I held our baby girl in my arms for the very first time. I was dazed with love. This little child that I called my own was absolutely perfect. Honey, she's perfect, I said. With a wide smile and with happy tears, all Kathy could say was, "Mm mm-hmm. Still holding Michelle in my arms, I turned to the doctor, who, by the way, was a man nearing retirement, and throughout his long career had probably delivered like tens of thousands of babies. And I asked him, doctor, isn't she the most beautiful perfect baby you've ever seen? He glanced up at me over the top of the half-moon reading glasses that were resting low on his nose. Then looking back down at the medical chart in his hand, he slowly replied in an aging upward slide, "Mm Mm-hmm. Seriously, doctor? She's really the most beautiful and perfect baby of all the babies you've ever seen? "Mm Mm-hmm, he replied again. Imagine. Even this very experienced doctor was certain she was the most beautiful and perfect baby he'd ever seen in his entire career. Wow. You know, now looking back, I'm not totally sure the doctor was being completely honest with me. And in retrospect, using the word beautiful is admittedly a peculiar choice of words when describing a one-minute-old newborn baby. In my opinion, all newborn babies appear rather odd and, well, messy. In fact, they're covered with a gooey, unbecoming yellow substance. When I expressed my concern over the visible condition of my little girl, my jolly nurse friend said, Every baby comes out looking that way. She continued to explain that the yellow substance was nature's protective lanolin. It protects the babies from becoming waterlogged in their mother's womb. Then, with a clever grin, she added, We wouldn't want to have to wring out the little babies like a wet rag, now would we, Mr. Graham? Big, jolly, nurse, smile. After that explanation, I decided yellow was a fine color. To be honest... If she had been missing an arm or an ear, I know I still would have felt the very same way about her. She was my daughter, and she was perfect just the way she was. All of a sudden, my nurse friend took charge and extracted my baby girl from my arms, explaining that she needed to clean her up and perform other nurse-type things. "You, you You be careful with her now, I ordered. A few minutes later, one of the attendants wheeled Michelle's little cart over to the viewing window of the hospital nursery so family members could get an introduction. I remember my dad peering over my shoulder to get his first look at his very first grandchild. Isn't she beautiful, Dad? She sure is, son. Look, Dad. Her skin is dark olive. And look at her thick, dark hair, Dad. Why, she's even better than she was in the delivery room. Isn't she the most beautiful and perfect baby you've ever seen, Dad? "Mm Mm-hmm, he responded, sounding much like the doctor. Further proof that she was perfect. Absolutely perfect. And you know what? Day after day, month after month, and year after year, she got better and better. For the many Christians who struggle with some degree of unhealthy self-concept, perhaps having an extremely low self-esteem, not feeling worthy, or perhaps having a bloated ego, forgetting to walk with humility and dignity at the same time, I don't believe I can overemphasize the issue of our new and perfect stature as the fathers, sons, and daughters. As I said last week, the Heavenly Father views us as His own children, And in his eyes, we are perfect. And we are permanent family members in his royal house, residents of his palace, if you will. As did the prodigal son when he went back home to his father, we wear a noble robe now. We wear the family ring with the royal signet. And as I read last week in Ephesians, as God's sons and daughters, we are holy and blameless in his sight. To further underscore this truth, let's look at another similar scripture, Romans 8 verse 30. Those he justified, his sons and daughters, he also glorified. Glorified? Isn't glorified a term reserved only for God? To glorify, by the way, means to elevate or treat one as being more excellent. According to this verse, and others like it, the word glorify is used to describe a radical human transformation into a stature of great honor. Amazing! The Father glorifies His children. But it doesn't stop there. Let me read from 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. Now listen to this. We who reflect, currently reflect, the Lord's glory are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. The glory given to us, and the glory that we reflect, continues to increase. Similar words are spoken in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14. Here the author describes the result and the ongoing effect of Christ's ultimate sacrifice. Here it is. By one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever, past tense, those who are being made holy present tense. So, in other words, while we are at present, holy in His sight and reflecting His glory, we are simultaneously a work in progress. As the Father's children, we are presently perfect and at the same time in the process of becoming more perfect. The glory we've been given is ever increasing. To use a theological term, we're in the process of sanctification. And even a few more other words, We are good, and we're getting better. All that to say, I believe God wants you, all of us, to take a close look at ourselves, and with the Holy Spirit's help, determine if we are currently harboring an unhealthy self-concept. And if you are, your Heavenly Father wants you to think differently. You are not unlovely in His eyes. His children are not worms his children are perfect in his eyes, and he wants you to embrace this. Why? First of all, he wants you to be content with your new self. Second, he wants you to enjoy the process of growing even further in your new self. Let me explain it another way. If one thinks like a worm, they will more often than not act like a worm. But if one humbly thinks like an honored, even glorified son or daughter of the king, a prince or princess. They will more often act like a prince or princess. And that's how we should all be acting in our father's house, like sons and daughters that are perfect and in process. In conclusion, I'll return to those many different moments over the years when watching my daughter Mishy, who, just like her sister and two brothers, was, in my eyes, always perfect and in process. It seemed like only days after staring into the hospital nursery window at newborn baby Mishy that I remember watching Kathy dressing up her little girl, brushing her beautiful long dark hair, and putting it into a perfect pretty ponytail, all to make her just right for her very first day of school. Mishy was even prettier than before, and smarter too. It seemed like only days later that she would be reading lengthy books, and a few days later, driving a car, and a few days after that, singing in an all-school choir. If you're a parent, I bet you can relate to this story, can't you? It goes so fast, so very, very fast, too fast. One of our highlight moments during those years that seemed like days was the night she walked humbly proud across the auditorium stage in her white high school graduation gown. Like with her siblings who would soon follow in her steps, we were so proud. My little girl had grown into a beautiful woman. And I remember then thinking back to the time when I first saw and held her, those first few moments when she was perfect, covered in yellow lanolin. And on that night, she wore a white gown. She was perfect many years before in yellow. She was even better that night in white. Dear friend, though none of us have been perfect in behavior, we who are God's children are brand new whole and healthy beings and we're growing even more in the ongoing process. I say move over unhealthy self-worth. We are perfect in His eyes. And we're in the process of getting better. Believe it, my friend. Live it, my friend. Father in heaven, we are humbled and honored to belong to you and to be seen by you in the way that you see us. Holy Spirit, please remind us as often as we need to be reminded that we are okay. We're much more than okay. We are perfect in our Father's eyes. And we are in the process of becoming even more like what we were born again to be. Help this dear one to fully see it. Help this dear one to live it out. Let it be.
0: You've been listening to In Moments Like These with David Graham. If you'd like to contact David or find out more information about In Moments Like These, please visit InMomentsLikeThese.com.